Welcome to the Making After School Cool podcast, the link between research, practice, and theory for those interested in the activities youth are involved with during non-school hours. The Making After School Cool podcast is produced by Case for Kids, a division of Harris County Department of Education, and I'm your host, Mike Wilson. Today, we're going to be discussing student self-esteem. The way students see themselves as it pertains to the world around them will influence how they feel and respond in different situations. According to Kendra Cherry, who is an author and educational consultant who focuses on helping students learn about psychology, self-esteem describes a person's overall sense of worth or value. In other words, self-esteem may be defined as how much you appreciate and like yourself, regardless of the circumstances. In many cases, self-esteem includes a person's level of confidence, security, sense of belonging, and competence level. To discuss this issue is my guest today, Margot Jordan, CEO and founder of Enrichly, an online platform which provides educators, out-of-school professionals, and parents with resources to build self-esteem in youth. Margot, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Michael? I'm doing really good. I really appreciate you taking some time to be my guest on today's episode of the Making That School Cool uh, podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. My first question is, what inspired you to start in Richley? Yeah, so honestly, I grew up as a young girl with low self-esteem. And I had that as a result of my parents um, getting married and divorced a couple of different times. And my mom turning to drugs and alcohol to cope with that divorce, amongst other things. And I honestly found myself as this kid making really poor decisions and getting sucked into peer pressure, hanging with the wrong crowd. And, you know, one day I just decided I didn't want these decisions to define who I was. So I decided when I was 18, I decided to join the military. And it was through the military where I developed a sense of self-discipline, morals, values, and my self-esteem really flourished. I graduated with my bachelor's degree in finance from Texas Southern University. And I was really able to realize my full potential and therefore really aim to reach my full potential. I went into corporate America and I, I quickly realized that if that career was not for me, but I did want to solve this problem that I had as a kid and offer a solution to other kids that I knew suffered from low self-esteem because even as an adult, um, I would still see myself as this kid having having these issues of low self-esteem. Um, so it, honestly, it started out as um, as these little conferences that I would do for, for young girls and I would sort of teach them about self-esteem and positive body image and self-worth. And then I uh, grew into a brick and mortar location where um, we had after school programs and it was all about girl empowerment. Um, we would get contracted with certain schools and different organizations. And then um, when the pandemic hit, you know, it sort of transformed into what it is right now today, which is what you see in Richley, which is this self-esteem based e-learning platform where, you know, we're leveraging technology um, and gamification tools to really teach children about self-esteem and really make it fun and engaging. Well, well, thank you so much for sharing your story. You know, a lot of times we don't see the things that kids are carrying with them. 
And then, of course, with the pandemic, you mentioned that uh, it really changed a lot of uh, ways in which we normally do things. And so, um, you know, all those different things play a factor in the way, you know, students feel about themselves. But like self-esteem, confidence, you know, we hear these words thrown around a lot. Um, in your own words, how do you define self-esteem and what does low self-esteem look like? Yeah, so I get a lot of people who kind of confuse self-esteem and confidence with with, with one another, um, and there's a huge difference between the two, between the two. So self-esteem is really how much you love and value yourself. Low self-esteem or unhealthy self-esteem is not having a certain amount of love or value towards yourself and a certain level of dislike for yourself. Honestly, you can have all the confidence in the world and your self-esteem is low. And what that means is that you're doing things to self-sabotage. You're doing things that are not allowing you to reach your full potential. You're not going after certain opportunities. And you find that you really don't like yourself. You may be participating in unhealthy activities, maybe hanging with the wrong crowd and making really poor decisions. And this is all really because you have this, this low self-esteem. So when you think about things like teen pregnancy or low academic achievement or violent behavior, self-neglect, even suicide, all of these things are attributed to low self-esteem. And I guess a lot of times we grow up with different masks that we wear. And so sometimes in public, we can put that, um, I'm happy, I'm a go-lucky person, you know, things that make it look as if we don't have a worry in the world. Whereas when we're by ourselves, then a lot of times we start thinking about, you know, this is how I feel, why is it that I feel this particular way and, and so on. Uh, for adults who are working with young people, what are ways in which we can recognize students that may be suffering from low self-esteem? Yeah, so honestly, some of the ways that we can recognize it is um, the decisions that they're making. When I see certain students who are misbehaving in class or doing certain um, attention-seeking behaviors, that's usually a call for, for help and a call for, um, you know, pay attention to me because I need it. I need it in, in such a way that I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get that attention. I always tell kids in my classroom, when you see bullying, um, it's usually nine times out of 10 that that bully, they are exhibiting that behavior because they feel insecure themselves and they have this unhealthy self-esteem. They're wanting to make other people feel just as bad as they do. I want other teachers and other parents really to be aware of that type of behavior. I always tell my students, you know, never, never negative self-talk yourself. Always affirm yourself with positive things and uh, positive affirmations are, are things that I live by all the time. And when I spot that or when I see that, that's also um, sort of a cry for, okay, this, this student or this child needs some type of attention when it comes to teaching them how to develop a healthy self-esteem. As a parent, you worry, you want to make sure your kids are happy and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Why is it important to have resources available to help address mental health and self-esteem issues for youth? 
Oh, wow. That's such an important question. Well, it's important because, uh, you know, self-esteem, I, I think, is like the launching pad to a student's success. Having a healthy self-esteem is key to maximizing an individual's potential, really. Any type of personal development that I see comes from a person's self-esteem. How you see them externally is how they feel internally. So it's so important to give students access to these mental health resources so that they are able to operate at their best selves internally so that they they can come out as their best selves externally. And I always tell my students and even my own children, you are what you think about and thoughts become things, you know? So it's, it's one thing to sort of, to think that you are great and to really internalize those things than to really just kind of have other people tell you that you're great. With these mental health resources that we're giving these children access to, we're actually giving them the tools to come up with these things themselves. And that's honestly what it's all about. You, We have to give children the tools that they need to develop healthy self-esteem. We can't do it for them. They have to do it themselves. It's, it, it's their task and we have to rely on them to to fulfill that task that's a good segue to my next question which we're going to kind of shift a little bit and talk more about in richly how does your program work and what age group do you serve we go into different schools and organizations um, and we'll either implement a 6 10 or 13 week program so we deliver on site um, curriculum. Um, we also utilize our technology to do so. When we go into a school, we'll implement programs for about an hour with the students. A cohort of no more than 30 students will join us. You know, they, they pretty much get a username and password to our platform that we've developed and they log in and they're going through our modules with our enrichment coordinators. You know, as they are going through our program, we are pretty much giving them the tools that they need to develop their self-esteem. And so you work with uh, school districts and I'm assuming after school programs. What about parents? Can parents use your services as well? Yeah, for sure. So we actually have a platform that's built for uh, both parents um, and schools. So we're at schools with the teachers and the students, but then we're also at home with the parents and the children. So parents have the option to subscribe to our platform and then they get unlimited access to all of the courses, the content and the curriculum that we uh, that we provide. And then we also do live webinars every month with the favorite like tween celebrities and influencers who are able to tap into our target audience, which we know gets to the attention of our, our kiddos. Is the platform designed for students to work independently or is it something that they can do in a group setting? Yeah, so the development happens in one of three ways with Enrichly. So it's either peer-to-peer, -peer, individually, or with our experts. Peer-to-peer -peer definitely can happen on our platform. And that's really when the children are in group settings or when they're conversing in live webinars or in discussion posts. Individually, you know, they can just log in to the platform at any time, anywhere. And then with our expert assistance, that's when we send our enrichment coordinators into 
our centers or our schools and organizations, and they're actually leading the children through the courses and, and participating in those group discussions with the kiddos. And if a school district or if a parent or even just any individual who work with youth, uh, if they want more information, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you regarding your products? Yeah, so they can visit us on the web. It's www.enrich.ly um, or they can send us an email at info at youthenrichments.com and that's info at Y-O-U-T-H E-N-R-I-C-H-M-E-N-T-S dot com. Sounds great. Well, uh, before we close, do you have any final comments? If I could leave this audience with any final comments, it, it'll be that, you know, self-esteem is, is really the key to maximizing one's potential. And if you didn't do anything else in life, it, it, it will be to honestly, you know, develop your self-esteem, um, start there so that you could really start to realize your full potential because there are so many opportunities that are being missed by not only children, but, but by adults as well because their self-esteem is low and because people don't feel like they're worth certain opportunities, you know, it, it's sort of, it's a need, it's a necessity. Um, self-esteem is not only the key to reaching your full potential and maximizing that potential, but it's also the key to having, a, you know, a healthy mental health. But I really appreciate you for having me this morning. And uh, I'm just super excited to be able to share uh, with your audience about what Enrichly is and, and what we're hoping to build um, with the community. Well, great. Awesome, Margo. Thank you so much for being my guest today on the Making After School Cool podcast. I really appreciate your insight. I appreciate you doing this. I think a lot of times when, especially as kids transition, as adults, we're not quite sure how to handle that. So I really appreciate you and want to uh, commend you also for off offering this service. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's my pleasure, Michael, and it, it was such a pleasure to be here. Making After School Cool. As always, I want to thank our listeners for joining us for this week's episode where our topic focused on resources to build student self-esteem. Please join us for future episodes as we continue to explore issues relevant to the out-of-school time field. 